0: I'm Sasha Mullen, I'm a singer-songwriter, and this is what Chicago sounds like. I've been based in Chicago for at least a decade, Uh, grew up largely in Minnesota, was born in California, have a lot of family in the UK and New York, and uh, mostly feel like I belong to the couch at this point. I think after I graduated college, um, you know, you kind of just have a bit of a wanderlust sometimes, and I... I'd spent so much time in Minnesota. I moved to Wicker Park, which is so funny because I didn't, I was just kind of like, I'm just gonna move. I normally I'm one of those people that very methodically plans out uh, my like possibilities. I can kind of like be devil's advocate for possible outcomes i watched a lot of star trek the next generation coming like growing up and there was always like a a stupid uh, time travel episode where you made one consequence and you ended up there for some reason my brain was just like oh oh, i found an available apartment with a couple of people i've never met let's have one uh, ancient Skype call with them, and hopefully it'll end up for the best. I moved, I left Wicker Park, and then, and then suddenly, you know, the the exciting world of gentrification started to happen right after that. So uh, please note, there's a significant amount of sarcasm in, in that assessment. I live in Logan Square. <laughs> I guess I kind of like never really thought of myself as a as someone that would be pursuing music because I was just a kid who happened to stumble into music. Like my family, my extended family, for the most of my family members are musically inclined. We had like this uh, Wurlitzer piano, like an upright growing up and it was always out of tune. But I guess I watched enough television, especially a lot of Nick at Night growing up, like Bewitched Be Wednesdays, Mary Tyler Mondays, that kind of thing. And uh, I would pick up on like music cues subconsciously and be like, oh, so when this kind of song happens or this kind of chord happens, uh, then it means that this character is coming in. And I didn't have any words for that. It was just like an understood concept to me. Um, So I would sit down at this piano and I would just play little chords and be like, look, this is the song for people coming into a library. Look, this is the song for people going into a haunted house. And my mom was like, oh, that's so cute. Keep going, (laughs) you know, in like in a sincere way. So that was nice. And then I had like, a fake radio show on cassette tapes and I had to make up songs all the time because I couldn't let the zeros of listeners have dead air. So my family did not have the premium channels, but they did have the um, – they, they would do that thing where you'd get the special channel for like 30 days, right, and then take it away and then have your child cry after a bit. Um, I did not cry. But I did watch enough of this uh, show and the music in it was like really like folk rocky um but it like it hit me in such a particular way and it uh starred Mackenzie phillips <laughs> from the mamas and pops lineage and um i was such a fan and i ended up writing uh i fa- i like watched the end credits because i was obsessed with with credits for things for some reason that was like my thing um i think a lot of it had to do with like just like disembodied voices in music and television like I was just hearing sounds and going where is this person and how do I get to be a disembodied sound so I wrote a letter to uh, the composer Anne-Marie Cullen. She wrote back to me and she, we just kept trading letters. And she was like super kind and me, you know, physically writing letters and then eventually emails. And um, the same thing happened to another woman, Emily Bindiger, who is a really prolific session singer. And she's done everything from like Leonard Cohen to Cowboy Bebop. Like it's it's her entire thing is like so all over the place. But I ended up finding a CD and she was on it. And I there was like Uh, write us a letter here. So I wrote a letter and she was super kind. And this sort of things kept happening where I was like, unintentionally stumbling into industry people just because I was genuinely like this wide eyed child going, I like sound. And they were all you know, I, I in retrospect, I was like, wow, these are all just really strong women who are just making music. So I was kind of inspired I, I was I, not kind of I was directly inspired by these women, not just for their kindness of writing back to me and indulging me in questions like so tell me about a counter melody. Like I could have just asked a teacher or something, but I'm writing to these people in other states. And I think it was before you know you could you could constantly be on on check for everyone, you know. Uh, so it, I, there, thankfully there's no creepy undertone to be <laughs> me as like a 10 year old stalking these people. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, I don't know what it is you speak to me, but I know in kind warmth is worth a listening. And I don't know where my head has been laid. I'm Sasha Mullen. I'm a singer-songwriter. So I and this is what Chicago sounds like. Sure has been a while since we two could coincide. But we ride the tide in frequent phasing moon. I studied jazz for a really long time. I I, I had the dream of maybe becoming some sort of soundtrack composer for a while, but that kind of world is really dicey. The jazz world can get kind of catty. There, you know, when the more you start to study a genre or like a group, it, sometimes the gatekeeping can kind of like take out the fun of it. So it's like I have a lot of friends and all those things, but I don't have the wherewithal of being like, okay, I've got my business suit on for this genre today. And so... I think my music has ended up just kind of this unintentional, um, forgive the buzzword, but this synthesis of a lot of different things. But because I genuinely appreciated all the different kinds of things. So I would go in, I would talk to people, I would study the music for a long time. I studied under people. I just like... It was almost like unintentional ethnomusicology. Like when I was a teenager, again, like I'm just absorbing things, but trying to be true to like what someone is telling me rather than like appropriating what I'm, what I'm taking in. I don't play live very often. I really like being a studio creature and it's not that I can't sing live. Like I, I sing live often. I like, I host karaoke (laughs) quite a bit, which is uh, another thing in the, the quilt of all of this. I think that there are people that function really well just in the studio and people that function really well solely live. Like sometimes you can't capture that live energy or sometimes you do and you're like, oh, it's not quite the same. I know how to straddle both worlds. My teacher Judy once taught me that like people listen with their eyes. And that's like the biggest thing for me. Like it's not superficial. People people do make judgments and assessments based off of something. And I, the biggest thing that people have always said about me is like, oh, you're so unassuming. You're like this like bland looking Midwestern boy. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I know that. But there is a voice, you know. And so if I don't sing live, it makes it harder to kind of get that message across to people. I never thought I would ever end up a solo musician because the way that I approach music mentally feels so communally based. Like I'm always trying to invite other vocalists in and use them as a texture and and not just as wallpaper. I'm always trying to think about specifically like who's drumming this because I like the way that there's, there's like a dance to what they're doing and I like the way that they strike a snare in a specific way is like oh that's super cool and I think of you so everyone has like an aspect of a palette and I think that that's really great so even though this is my solo work and this is my third one I, it, it still doesn't feel like I'm alone I've come to this third record of my with my name on it and been like I've never felt more proud to have something that has my name on it because I finally after all this methodical planning I just allowed something to be we for that tree. Of the I'm Sasha Mullen, I'm a singer-songwriter and this is what Chicago if sounds no like.